Welcome to What in the Millennial with Christy and Daniel. A podcast for people who were not prepared for this life by Hilary Duff. Oh, she tried. It's not okay to say that. <laughs> you shouldn't say that. <laughs> you shouldn't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> you know, she real ally through and yeah. through. Yeah. And you really shouldn't say that. You really shouldn't say that. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, Do you want to ask? I want to ask. (laughs) And what are we drinking tonight? A nice herbal tea. Love it. Why are we drinking tea? Isn't this the fun, happy-go-lucky podcast? We're relaxing tonight, but I mean, we're going out after, but I want us to like get real on a a level that doesn't need any alterations. (laughs) beautifully worded thank you a poet (laughs) thank you hashtag Hashtag bottoms bottoms up fridays Fridays. uh where are we going out to after our chamomiles mickey mouse's house mickey's the gay club you mean oh (laughs) i've been tricked they've got cute go-go's there from what i remember i don't go there often um we used to Mm mm-hmm yeah it's been a minute let's go Let's blow up the podcast and go right now. (laughs) Um, It's not my favorite. It's kind of like a mid-tier, take it or leave it. Exactly where I'm at with it. I I never had a time where I left and was like, I'll remember that for the rest of my life. (laughs) You know what I mean? This was the best night of my life. Yeah, I've never had a night there like that. But I've never had a night where I was like, oh, never again. Yeah. Oh, of course not. Because we're always together having fun. Fun, fun, fun for the weekend. (laughs) All right. Somebody told me she's creating new music. It was me. Oh. (laughs) All right. Then you already know. We'll YouTube a couple later. Maybe she can be your creative plug. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Do you want to fill me in on a a little ketchup? Yeah, I got some. Ooh. I did a bucket list item this last week. (gasps) What was it? I rode, ridden, I, ro- I rode. You a me- had it right the first time, yes. Go on. A mechanical bull. Bucket list item. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I've always wanted to try that because, you know, you see it in movies, TV, mm-hmm. and it's always like kind of, and I just, I don't know. I was on there for 0.3 seconds, but it was so much fun. <laughs> I'm afraid of getting like injured. They make you sign a waiver. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if anybody does get injured because you land on like a air mattress basically, right? But what I think about though is like you fall off. That person who's controlling the bull has to be quick in stopping it. Because if that bull comes around... <gasps> oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Oh, well, now I have a whole new fear about it. <laughs> well, I don't know if you, I posted... <laughs> that the, never occurred to me. I posted a video of me falling off of it. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed, I kind of launched myself <laughs> when no, I'm falling off. No, I didn't notice. Because it was, a, it was a fear. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I need to get back to my bucket list. It makes me love life even more you know getting that shit crossed off it's like yeah. such a basic thing to do but it, it it's a fulfilling if you want to do it you want to do it i want to do it i've had did it you, since did you ever have a chance to do it before and you just didn't the mechanical bull yeah no never had a chance what yeah first wow. one in la saddle ranch hmm. it's a cute venue they give you like big cotton candies for your birthday oh my god it's my birthday let's go <laughs> uh we should actually go there after the pod one night my so uh, with my ketchup and bucket list i've had my bucket list since i was in my early 20s mm-hmm. and i remember i went hard on it in the beginning and i always like yeah. to add more to it too and uh so i told myself 
five items crossed off per year. Ooh, that's major. Is it? How many is left? Oh, a lot. I'll show it to you later. And like, do you die at the end? Once it's over? Yeah. Do you think you'll no, just I like Thanos I, like disappear? I think I'll always continually add, 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 mm. add, add. Like the mechanical bull wasn't always on there. Yeah. I added that probably like a few years ago. What do you think the toughest to obtain item on your list is? Meeting a president. Any president. Well, maybe not any president. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> Skydiving is also one that I have on there. But I only see myself skydiving if I have a terminal illness. Because if I die, then I die. <laughs> well, you can say that at any time, right? If you die, you die. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I. you know how when people are on roller coasters and they pass out and their limbs are flailing? That's how I see myself like... Yikes. That's ugly. When I, I'm going to pass out as soon as I jump out of that plane. And my limbs will be like hitting the person that's with me. <laughs> I, I think if I jumped out of a plane, which I have no need in my life to do ever, I would probably like pass out and simultaneously poop myself. So there, there's no point. Why am I going to do that to myself? <laughs> your, your skydiving person would not be happy with no, you. No, I don't want to poop on him. No. Or her. This or is an her. equal opportunity. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I have no idea. Did you bring your ghost with you? Maybe. Do we ignore it and continue the I kind of want to know what fell. Can we like yeah, pause? pause? Okay, so I don't think it was a ghostly sighting. I do. It was the shell, the conch shell <laughs> to my nightlight. I have a nightlight for when I need to use the restroom in the right. middle of the night. That's what they're for. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And I saw it was getting loose for a while, and I think it finally just had its last <laughs> leg. But Christy thinks it's a ghost. It's definitely a ghost. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> Catch up with me. What's going on with you? Okay. So this episode, we're going to start um, delving into some more like emotional things. Mental health things. So I wanted to say for my catch-up, this past couple of weeks, I've really been recognizing that I'm heartbroken. Over? My grandparents. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. So it's like, it's creeping in. Like, they both passed within a few months of each other. And, you know, I've gone through summer and it's... Slowly creeping in that, like, they're not here anymore and they've always done so much for our family. And holidays were always centered around them specifically. And, like, we don't even have their house to go to anymore. And it's just, there'll be moments, like, throughout the day where it's, like, really hitting me hard, I guess I would say. And, like, I haven't felt heartbreak like that in a really long time. Uh, Most of my heartbreak is boy-centered. And this is, like, different. It's a big part that's missing now. Mm -hmm. And I didn't imagine... I knew I would miss them, but I didn't imagine that it would be, like, so daily. Is there any traditions or family customs that you can recreate in your home from them? Well, what's really nice is (laughs) my grandma loved holidays. And so she had so many decorations for every holiday. And I inherited probably like a third of it. So I have boxes of things that I'll be putting out during the holidays and 
I'm sure that'll be helpful, but at the same time, it's going to be really sad because this is going to be the first like round of holidays. Yeah, it's going to be the. It'll definitely be tough, but at least you have your dad, you have your hubby. Mm-hmm. You know, you create new traditions with them. Yeah, and I think my brother and his wife, my sister-in-law, are going to kind of take over as being the place to go. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, and. I know we don't talk about COVID, but COVID robbed me of a lot of time with them. Oh, yeah. It, a lot of different people, you know, yeah. that COVID was a bitch, man. Yeah. But that's why we don't bring it up on the pod. Ever. Ever <laughs> we again. We never do that. <sighs> Have you sought professional help? No, I haven't. And that's what I'm kind of grappling with is like, I don't know how long this is going to last. Do I wait and feel it out? Do I just go for therapy? Like, I don't know what I need at this moment. My suggestion? Okay. I think therapy is needed when you're unable to function in your day-to-day. That's my suggestion. So when people are like, oh, I don't need it, I don't need it. But if there's some sort of thing going on in your head where you're not able to focus, you're not able to be present, you're not able to have a fulfilling life, you need to go to therapy. Yeah. You know I'm a huge advocate for therapy. Yeah, and like I've I've been in and out of therapy too. Can you remind me of your therapy? I don't remember when you went to therapy. I went twice. Um, like all together twice? No, no, no. Like two... Different therapists? Two points in time. Okay, got you. One was for... Um, I went when I found out I was pregnant when I was like 20, 21. Whatever. You would have been 20, I think, then. Because I was 20, 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had, I didn't have a hard time like dealing with the fact that I was pregnant. I had a hard time dealing with the thought of now I'm going to be very like always in the doctor's office and doctors freak me out. They still kind of do. Mm-hmm. I'm better. Definitely. But, you know, I have a history with doctors and there was some PTSD there. Um, the second time... Second round of therapy was when I was in graduate school, getting my MSW, and stuff just got hard. I was very, very anxious. Like we've talked about before, my anxiety brings on like a lot of blushing and turning red, and I was just going through that like so hard every single day, and I couldn't, couldn't like speak up in class. That was why I actually started to go to therapy, because I was like, this is not normal. Like... I have opinions, but I am terrified to, like, say anything out loud in class and, like, be judged. Um, Especially when it was, like, so easy and it was not a threatening environment. It's social work. Like, Mm -hmm. it's therapists. (laughs) Like, they understand. Um, So that was my two, like, situations where I was going to therapy for a while. What about you? Hogwarts, a history. (laughs) I started going to therapy when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I want to get this personal. How personal do we want to get? I mean, it was really for anxiety. It was. My anxiety was hitting hard yeah. at 19, but I didn't realize that's what it was. Yeah. I had a primary care doctor tell me, like, have you ever tried therapy? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so that's the thing, too, is my first time in therapy. I didn't go because I wanted to go. I... I went because I found out I was pregnant at, like, the school's health center Mm -hmm. where we were going to college. 
and, uh, well, you weren't anymore. You were already in New York. But I found out there and I just started like panicking, thinking of how many doctor's office visits I had coming up. And the lady's like, um, I'm going to call and refer you to, okay. <laughs> to like the yep. school therapist's office. So go, go ahead and head over there now. <laughs> first time I went was through um, our first university. Mm-hmm. And it was with a lady. I'm going to call her Sharon, but I really don't remember her name. I hated it. I was like, oh, this is not for me. She, I have no repertoire with her. This is weird. But I was still feeling off, so I made myself go back. Luckily, Sharon wasn't in that day. Mm-hmm. My current therapist was there, and I've been seeing her since I was 19, and I'm now 31. She, like I said before, she knows where all those bodies are buried. <laughs> <laughs> she knows the ins and outs. Yeah. I think I've seen three separate therapists. Um, and I wholly believe in therapy. Like I said, I used to be a therapist for kids. But you really have to find the one that like works for you because I didn't click with any of them. Yeah. So each of them, I only went a few times and then I was like, meh. And it does. It takes a few times. And there'll be times where you question even like ones that you're strong with. Like the, I, with the one I'm currently with, I'm so happy I'm still with her in that she really gets my personality type. Yeah. My unusual (laughs) personality type. Have you ever had any therapist say anything like crazy to you or like bad, not like bad advice, I guess? The one I went to most recently, I was like talking to her about an issue that I was having with a family member. Um, and this family member was like older and I, I looked out for them, kind of took care of them. And this family member needed like therapy themselves but they weren't like willing to get it and so I would like tell this to this person and like how I was trying to help them and blah 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 instead of focusing on my strengths there at that moment uh this therapist was like well they're old they're not going to change right and I'm like oh it was just like I disregard yeah and like why are you a therapist if you're telling me people aren't capable of change Mm -hmm. it's just it rubbed me such the wrong way that i left her office that day and i never saw her again good i wonder if it was the same lady i had the first time around maybe i didn't like her um was she like short with like short blonde hair? yes shut up yes it was totally her oh my god we had the same therapist she was cold she was cold cold rub me the wrong way yes and i only saw her once and never again yeah well i saw her a couple of times i'm sorry because i like tried to make it work Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that was the straw that broke the camel's back the sharon or whatever her name is yeah i don't know what her name is but oof. oh i hope she's still not there ruining lives yeah just don't tell me that be nice yeah (laughs) Oh, and let me say that person is capable of change because they're doing great now. It's important. (laughs) It's important to note. Well, okay. So you had, how many sessions do you think altogether you've had of therapy? Probably like 10. Do you have anything memorable that was positive said to you? Positive things? Yes. The first one that I saw that first day when I was freaking out about going to doctors, she actually handed me a little, um, slip of paper, like fortune cookie size, maybe a little longer. And it said, or she like handed it to me and she's like, just repeat this. Like when you go in, just always remember this. And it, I still remember it to this day. It said, every hand that touches me is a healing hand and I am okay. 
Mm. I like that. So every time I go to the doctors, I still say that. That's really nice. Yeah. You and should have that like saved on your phone or something too, like the visual of it. No, I say it to me. Oh. I only listen to me, as you know. Yes. And I like <laughs> visuals. No, I like it to come from me. Got you. <laughs> uh, what about, well, do you have any bad things that, because uh, you really like your therapist, but. She honestly has never said anything that I've questioned. Yeah. Um, well, okay. The one thing I questioned is she, so she never officially diagnosed me. I had to go to a psychiatrist to be officially diagnosed mm-hmm. where I was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder and panic. Great. <sighs> We love to see we it. We love to see it. And I was diagnosed July of 2020. I've been seeing her since October of 2010. And during that on and off seeing her in the past decade, she's told me I've had anxiety. This is what she's, but she doesn't want to diagnose me. I Googled what I, certain things that I was experiencing and OCD would come up a lot. Mm-hmm. OCD, OCD, OCD. So I was like, okay, I think I have this. And she's, I asked her, I'm like, I know you're not supposed to diagnose me, but what do you think? And she's like, you do. She said, you do show qualities of OCD. I see that. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay. And then I went to the psychiatrist. He's like, no, you don't have OCD, but he knew me for two minutes. (laughs) And then I asked my therapist and she's like, I still believe when your anxiety is heightened, you have OCD. Symptoms of OCD. Yeah. Yeah. Tendencies. Yes. And I'm glad she stuck with that because I was like, I was questioning everything. I was like, what if she is not the right one? Like I was like going through the anxiety panic and, uh, no, she honestly has never led me wrong. And that's why I've stuck with her so long. Which is really telling for you because you are quick to cut. Yes, I am. And you haven't cut this. Ask Sharon. (laughs) You haven't cut this hoe for like 12 years. Yeah. It's an honor to her. Um, best thing she's ever said to me, I have a creative brain. So she tells me, you know, with the creative brain comes creative thoughts, create creative ways of looking at things, both positive and negative. So I try to remember that whenever my thoughts get scary or negative, like that I'm creating right now. Yeah. So create something better. Ooh. Rewrite the story. Yeah, rewrite that story. <laughs> and her being an art therapist. That's amazing. I Yeah, we sometimes do art therapy together. And we'll kind of dissect, like, what does this color mean in this part? What does this yeah. shape mean? And Yeah. And I love that she does this for adults. Because I yes. feel like um, adults, a lot of the times when you're in therapy, you're healing your child brain. Absolutely. And, like you need to do creative releases like that. And so if you're an adult and you're just sitting there talking, maybe that's not the best way to go about things. She like gives you an outlet. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yeah. Cause usually that's really seen in child therapists as like the yeah. art. And I agree with you. Like we all have our inner childs that need to be like hugged, yeah. nurtured. And where else can you get nurtured but therapy, right? <laughs> Forget your loved ones. How did you end your um, therapist sessions? Did you just ghost them? or? Like, oh, yeah. What? I'm pro-ghosting. Give me what I want or you're ghosted. So, uh, but I always did give them a fair shot. 
Like to each of them, I went like probably two or three times. Okay. Wasn't doing it for me. I think now I'm, as we know, more confrontational, less shy, less timid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm in my confrontational era, if you will. Welcome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think if I went back to therapy now, it would be more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I can never find my words. I think it would be more... um, Beneficial. Yes. Because I would be able to like point out what's working and what's not at this point. So I maybe I wouldn't have to ghost. So we'll see. I'm open to it. We'll see where I land. What well what would make you go back? I think if others recognized in me that I was having trouble with something because I'm not great at realizing for myself like I've said before when I get like seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. I don't realize I was in that zone until I'm coming out of it. Right. <laughs> Which is like, well, now I don't need therapy because I'm coming out of yep. it. But I If I felt like I didn't have good coping skills, I probably would want to go back for myself. Name some favorites. Like during Um, seasonal depression time, what are some of your favorite coping skills? So this is like, I don't know if this is Capricorn me, type A me, but I'm the person that has to, I never have one hobby or like one thing that I'm good at. I like to dip my hand in everything and I just like to try new things. So sometimes I'll be crocheting or like I just bought a bike. I'm going to go bike riding. Like, I love switching up whatever my thing is and, like, getting up and getting moving. And that's that's what does it for me. And that's a tried and true way. Yeah. People, like, say if you're ever just, instead of sip, sitting and moping, like, move, move. That's my coping skill. When my anxiety is telling me, get in bed and don't do anything, move opposite that emotion. Instead of sitting with the th- thoughts, go out for a walk. Go do... Yeah do something but you have even more than that you have probably the biggest coping toolbox oh yeah my anxiety (laughs) that has like some slime in there no i mean like figurative toolbox oh no i have a literal one (laughs) i do i believe it and my stand for a second but we can keep going what's going on the floor is hard oh sorry i don't have a couch get a couch sorry i don't have a couch you're an adult get a couch i'm shushing you (laughs) i will not (laughs) be silenced in this era i'm hot daniel i'm hot i'm so hot i'm hot and livid at you Okay. Um, okay. No, so figurative and literal toolbox. What's in, my, in your literal? So in my literal is a small notepad with a pen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you write. Honestly, I prefer to write on the computer, but that's just like if I don't have my computer on me. So do you take this with you places? My literal toolbox? Yeah. No, I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, I have slime because of like the texture. I have like yeah. a little grounding thing that i keep no one needs to know what my grounding thing is uh i have crystals i have um god it's been a while since i've looked at it which shows that i'm doing a-okay Ooh, i like that (laughs) yeah so that's my literal one that's all i can think of what's in it right now what about mr figurative what are my figurative tools lists helps a lot writing out lists doing the list that helps i'm a lister too um, I guess that is a coping skill for me, but I, I function so well with it as like a part of my daily life that I guess I hadn't really thought about. That it's as a true tool. though. It's just, like, it is. Part of me. 
You know, honestly, people say senses, but I think one of the biggest ones for me is smells. Oh, I see that. You have candles, you have oils. Mm-hmm. It really grounds. Plugins. Smells ground <laughs> me the most. Yeah. And then I would say naps. <laughs> if if shit's getting wonky you know what let's rest the brain let's take a nap <laughs> just turn it off yeah. reset start over in the afternoon exactly <laughs> and there's just so many more that i'm missing but i like to journal i like to distraction distraction is one of the biggest ones to me if i have a thought that i'm ruminating on i go okay it's just a thought move on and then i get invested in socializing a movie reading get my brain hooked onto something else Ooh, my distractions um i love zillow yeah that's a good one i love house hunting for houses that i can pinterest have so i go through phases of pinterest where sometimes it's not doing it for me and sometimes i'm like fully in it um but i also love planning vacations that i don't even necessarily have to go on i just love like what if I did a bike tour of Italy and I'll go on websites? Why are you laughing? Because I do the exact same thing. <laughs> I But I go an extra step where I do an itinerary for a vacation I'm oh never planning. Oh my gosh. No, I don't get that far. I just look at everything. Like, it's just exciting to me to, to dream. <laughs> <laughs> but that's such a good one. Just like vacation I planning. I didn't know you did that. I, I'll show you them after that's the pod. That's so fun. That's what it's like being a millennial. You just kind of, you dream it up, don't you? <laughs> By the way, are we going to do Palm Springs? Yeah, let's do it. November of 2022? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What else did you want to talk about? I don't know. I think that was it. That was it. Yeah. But yeah, pro-therapy, pro-coping. Find <laughs> pro-coping. I'm anti-coping. I don't think you should do it. I don't think you should be allowed to do it. I want to discourage you. <laughs> I've had friends tell me, that they have therapists that just say, work on your coping skills. And I feel like that's such a crap way to therapize. Yeah, what do you mean? Teach me them. Teach, but also, like, let's look into the thought or, like, let's look into yeah. the fear. Let's not just say, do your coping skills. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've had doctors that are that dismissive. Too. Yeah. I came to you for a reason. But along with therapy, the shit we've learned in therapy, we've learned we need to be medicated. <laughs> we need to be heavily sedated. well we have overactive brains does that mean they're just like better that's what i picture yeah so they need to be like you know don't be ashamed of your anxiety it means that you're like really good at like practicing for the worst i i saw a meme and i felt so seen it was like after two drinks if you have anxiety it's doesn't count now you're just a normal person i saw that too i was like (laughs) truth it's so true (laughs) now you're just on the same level yeah yeah that's everybody else's baseline yeah (laughs) alcohol gotta love it this tea's nice though i love a tea Mm -hmm. a hot tea do you have a favorite say lemony fruity you know me you like your fruits and the fruits like there you. Was a, I found a black. Che- yeah, they do. <laughs> I found a black cherry tea somewhere that even with no sugar in it, it tasted like juice. It was delicious. I don't know where it was from or the brand or anything. <laughs> Can't really. We're both too hot to even like function right <laughs> yeah, now. It's really hot. 
Shouldn't be a song. <laughs> Shouldn't. It's illegal. <laughs> we need to wrap this shit up. Yeah, you'll you'll hear more from us uh, next week. We you know I, I we don't like to get too deep for too long. All right. No, that's not us. It's <laughs> not us. <laughs> we do that in therapy. <laughs> uh, my next session's next week. Actually, I'm excited to see her. Do you do video or phone? Video, Zoom. Oh, so you actually see her? Mm-hmm. Was it like that all through the pandemic? Yeah, we would ninety percent of the time do Zoom, ten percent of the time do phone. Nipple you twist. Know- <laughs> <laughs> You're not crazy. <laughs> I love your crazy, or you're just going to hell. Like it's one or the other. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. <laughs> You want to fucking do a creative plug or what? <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing left to give. No, your... I'm looking for a creative plug. <laughs> Ass. You are sexting your husband. I, I see it right That's here. You opened it when you grabbed it. Hey Siri, <laughs> call nine one one. My creative plug is I don't know if you guys remember the View Real. Things from when we were kids in the 90s. Um, Viewfinders. Viewfinders. There's a website. And the website is called image3d.com. And you can build your own custom viewfinders. So I was thinking of doing my photo albums like that for now on. Isn't that kind of cute? Yeah. So image3d.com. Build your own viewfinder and get yourself a little viewfinder gadget and just have fun. Look at all seven pictures and have fun. Seven. (laughs) It's just seven. (laughs) Yeah. We love it. My creative plug is Miles Bonsignor. You know him from Try Guys. He produces their podcast. And now he has his own podcast uh, aside with Will Whitwer. I think it's Will. Yeah, it's Will. And they do a hilarious podcast called Perfect Person. And the premise is Miles is a perfect person, so he's allowed to give advice. So they have callers call in and um, I just got finished with episode three and I'm not joking. I was listening to it at work and I was cracking up at my desk. It was so funny. They're just such a good pair. You'll have to show me one. I will. Um, So check out his Instagram, Miles Bon, and check out Perfect Person wherever you get your podcasts. After checking out What in the Millennial. Yeah. Do that first. <laughs> yeah. I'm so fucking hot. Okay. Give it a fucking second, Chrissy. We're getting through it. <laughs> Jump to the generational gap. What are we jumping? Was there anything an elder family member told you when you were a kid that you realized they were right about? Do you want to go first? No, because I just thought of that off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thought. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of here. <laughs> no, it's just my knees and this blanket is it's comfy but it's warm as fuck. So I'm sitting on like a heating pad. I'm not roosting eggs. What the fuck is happening? Can't stand you. <laughs> okay, so I remember I was in the car with my dad somewhere when I was a kid and I saw um this is like irrelevant. But I saw <laughs> These pickup trucks that had special like wheels attached so that they were able to drive on train tracks. And I was like, whoa, that's so cool. And 
my dad like just looked at me and he's like, well, there's going to be a lot of uh, first times, even when you're older, that like it's going to be the first time you see something. And uh, he was right. The world is always changing and everything is always new. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Are you crying? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not crying. Okay, tears don't fall by themselves. Okay, my thing that I remember, I think my mom noticed my mental health in me before I noticed. Hmm. And she would be like, I want you to look in the mirror and just say how much you mean to yourself, how much you love yourself, how much you... And I would do that, but I would laugh. I would be like, this is weird. this is silly. Yeah, but now I know what she's talking about, just like how important self-love is. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's something that I had a hard time with in my early teens, 20s, whatever. Even though I've had such a positive upbringing and people who love me, it was I've always been so hard on myself. So I would say, yeah, self-love, which I think my parental guardian exudes very well. Love it. Let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> We're over it. I want to go get alcohol now. <laughs> It's too hot to drink because I'll get hotter and then I will strike you. Um, let's move on. <laughs> let's, where can they reach us? What if they want to get... They can reach de- us at whatinthemill at gmail.com. That's whatinthemill with one L. And they can also check us out on Twitter and Instagram at whatinthemill, also with one L. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that wasn't serious. <clears throat> they can find us at what... <laughs> Excuse me? Just fucking leave it. It's fine. <laughs> We're over this it. This was a mess. This was supposed to be a deep, this was revealing <laughs> episode. We didn't know it'd be so hot today. It's fucking hot. God. It's illegal. But um, if you want to come, you know, get deep with us over at Mickey's, not the one in Anaheim Disneyland. Oh. Mickey's in <laughs> Mickey's in West Hollywood. Um, find us out there. Oh, Hillary Duff didn't prepare me for this life. Or this heat. <laughs> or this heat. <laughs>